The products discussed in this podcast are only available in the United States. Welcome to the Von Nelson Podcast. Today is the first quarter 2023 Von Nelson Select Recap. And with me today is Lead Senior Portfolio Manager, Scott Weber. And with that, Scott, I will turn things over to you. Thanks, Dan. Uh, what an interesting quarter. Not the least of which because the, the market was up about 7%, just like fourth quarter. But it was interesting for other reasons, too. Uh, luckily, selected a little bit better than that. And that was all from stock selection, really. During the quarter, larger names outperformed smaller names. And the market seems to think that ultimately the Fed will relent on their fight against inflation, especially after the bank failures that we saw in mid-March. But if you look at the dot plot versus uh, Fed funds futures, that's not a settled issue. Um, So we're probably rolling into the end of the first quarter reporting season here with, uh, with an interesting reporting season. And everybody's trying to figure out whether or not the most anticipated recession is about to happen. As you look at what did well in the first quarter, most sectors had a positive contribution for the strategy. Healthcare, utilities, and staples lagged a bit, but tech, energy, consumer discretionary, industrials, and communication services were all double-digit, were all up double-digit percentages. I mean, even our financials had a small positive contribution this quarter. Flipping over to attribution, select outgain the indexed, and uh, it did so with contributions from tech, energy, and healthcare leading the way. Here again, uh, financials also helped the performance as we didn't own any banks. Um, Staples, utilities, and communication services were slow for relative performance. No single name or sector really had any outsized effect on the relative performance. And cash levels are marginally higher than they usually are, but down off their higher levels of the fourth quarter uh, of last year. a couple of names actually had great quarters, which helped select beat the index. Uh, we had one stock up over 90%, another up about 50%. But by and large, uh, like I said, selection drove the attribution, drove the positive contribution, and it wasn't really those you know five or six names that drove the index up during the quarter. Um, so if you look at the the trading activity, there really wasn't much, uh, which is which is typical. We added one and we eliminated another name. Um, so we, we, we like how we're positioned. We think we're well prepared. And we're also doing a lot of work to be prepared to act if the market gives us the opportunity to. The exposures within the portfolio are still consistent with high active share, over 80%. Higher ROE than the index, a similar ROA. Our market cap skews a little bit smaller than the index. Uh, the valuation on the published estimates and historical EPS is a little bit higher. But again, we don't own banks. Uh, and particularly this quarter, uh, that makes our multiple look a little bit higher by comparison. Um, in terms of factors, uh, we notched l- down a bit in exposure to growth, and that's a little bit atypical. But it's not outsized, and there's no influential positions there. Um, as I mentioned earlier, the market liked larger names. Uh, it liked less leverage. It liked a little bit larger beta during the quarter. Um, our industry allocation was was a little bit of a drag um, from a from a factor standpoint. Tech, industrials, and discretionary were the preferred sectors. The portfolio continues to show better factor diversification than the benchmark, largely due to that concentration in mega cap tech that the index has, and that's really what worked for the index this quarter. 
Um, in terms of active risk, our active return volatility decreased slightly to about 4.4%, and 78% of active risk is due to stock-specific risk. From performance, stock selection really drove, uh, again, drove the alpha. It was strongly positive and overcame that slight negative industry and factor shift. From a, uh, from a macro perspective, the bank failures in mid-March were the headline. As I said, we don't own banks at the moment. Uh, we have in the past, but we're not usually a big holder in, in that space. And so we dodged that. Um, the performance within the market itself was reasonably narrow. Uh, the market is, as we said on the last quarter, behaving like inflation has peaked. And certainly, if you look at, at CPI, it's drifted down from its peak of, I guess, last September. PCE, which is purportedly the Fed's uh, favorite measure there, is still reasonably elevated at about four and a half. And this recession that's coming, if it arrives, is going to surprise absolutely nobody. Um, the, the, the dollar still down from its peak, um, but mostly drifted sideways during the quarter. Employment is still tight, particularly in the service sector. You've seen layoffs in tech, particularly in financial services, um, but, but employment, again, remains tight, and so it seems like people are either finding jobs or there is an imbalance in the labor market. Um, so from a valuation standpoint, um, the markets, I don't know, maybe originally valued uh, at the margin, but, but not extremely so. Uh, if, if we do have continued dollar easing, that, that should help commodity producers and exporters. Um, the debt market seems to have resumed for quality issuers. The IPO market is still a bit weak. Uh, and, and if you put all that uh, together and you imagine what our positioning will be, given the limited changes that, that I mentioned, really, really isn't that different. Um, we continue to have a little bit lower beta than the index. We, we think we've got better names. Obviously, that's why we own them. Um, and the we're a little bit conservative at the, at the margin in our posture. This, this market's looking for leadership. It's going to struggle a little bit to get it. Uh, who knows if that's going to come, you know, from, from an external factor. I mean, I, I, I don't have a crystal ball, and we're not in the business of, uh, of making those calls, but we are in the business of being prepared for what happens. And so we're watching for any shift in policy action or any change in the flow of earnings. And, and certainly watching the macroeconomic statistics as they relate to the companies that we own and the companies that we'd like to own. And so um, all, all in all, despite the big splashy headlines in, in mid-March, it, it ended up you know, with an up market for two of the months, and, and, and actually the, the, the market ended up uh, on the quarter. So despite all those giant headlines, no big deal. Uh, we continue to stick to our knitting, and we're going to keep at it. With that, I'll hand it back to you, Dan. Great. Thanks, Scott. Important information. Standard performance as a percentage for Von Nelson Select Fund as of March 31st, 2023. Class A at NAV. Three months. 9.22. Year to date. 9.22. One year. Minus 6.82. Three years. 24.04. Five years. 12.55. Life of class. June 29th, 2012. 14.06. Class A with 5.75% maximum sales charge. Three months. 2.92. Year to date. 2.92, one year, minus 12.19, three years, 21.60, five years, 11.22, life of class, June 29, 2012. 
13.43, class Y, 3 months, 9.25, year to date, 9.25, 1 year, minus 6.58, 3 years, 24.31, 5 years, 12.82, life of class, June 29, 2012, 14.35, S&P 500 index, 3 months, 7.50, year to date, 7.50, 1 year, minus 7.73, 3 years, 18.60, 5 years, 11.19, life of class, June 29, 2012, 12.95, performance data listed represents past performance and is no guarantee of, and not necessarily indicative of, future results, total return and value will vary, and you may have a gain or loss when shares are sold, current performance may be lower or higher than quoted, for most recent month-end performance, visit im.natixis.com, performance for other share classes will be greater or less based on differences in fees and sales charges, performance for periods less than one year is cumulative, not annualized, returns reflect changes in share price and re investment of dividends and capital gains, if any. Top 10 holdings for the Von Nelson Select Fund as of March 31, 2023, Wheaton Precious Metals Corp., 6.04% of portfolio, Microsoft Corp., 5.81% of portfolio, NextEra Energy, Inc., 4.81% of portfolio, Salesforce, Inc., 4.70% of portfolio, Clorox Company, 4.52% of portfolio, Sherwin-Williams Company, 4.50% of portfolio, Intercontinental Exchange, Inc., 4.45% of portfolio, Motorola Solutions, Inc., 4.45% of portfolio, Danaher Court, 4.24% of portfolio, Dollar General Court, 4.12% of portfolio, the portfolio is actively managed and holdings are subject to change, there is no guarantee the fund continues to invest in the securities referenced, gross expense ratio 0.00%, class A share, 0.00%, class Y share, net expense ratio 0.00%, class A share, 0.00%, class Y share, as of the most recent prospectus, the investment advisor has contractually agreed to waive fees and or reimburse expenses, with certain exceptions once the expense cap of the fund has been exceeded, this arrangement is set to expire on, when an expense cap has not been exceeded, the gross and net expense ratios may be the same. Definitions of terms used in this material. S&P 500 index is a widely recognized measure of U.S. stock market performance. It is an unmanaged index of 500 common stocks chosen for market size, liquidity, and industry group representation, among other factors. It also measures the performance of the large cap segment of the U.S. equities market. CRB index is a basket of 19 commodities, including energy contracts, agriculture, precious metals, and industrial metals. The index acts as a representative indicator of commodity markets. Alpha is a measure of the difference between a portfolio's actual returns and its expected performance. Given its level of systematic market risk, a positive alpha indicates outperformance and negative alpha indicates underperformance relative to the portfolio's level of systematic risk. Beta is calculated for the three-year period and represents the risk associated with the fund relative to market risks. For example, the market has a beta of 1.00, so if a fund has a beta of 0.85, it can be expected to be 15% less volatile than the overall market. Conversely, if a fund has a beta of 1.08, it can be expected to be 8% more volatile than the overall market. Return on equity measures a corporation's profitability by revealing how much profit a company generates with the money shareholders have invested. Active share indicates the proportion of the portfolio's holdings that are different than the benchmark. A higher active share indicates a larger difference between the benchmark and the portfolio. Von Nelson Select Fund Risks U.S. Equity Equity securities are volatile and can decline significantly in response to broad market and economic conditions. Non-diversified funds invest a greater portion of assets in fewer securities and therefore may be more vulnerable to adverse changes in the market. Value investing carries the risk that a security can continue to be undervalued by the market for long periods of time. Before investing, consider the fund's investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit im.natixis.com or call 800-862. 
4863. For a prospectus or a summary prospectus containing this and other information, read it carefully. The index information contained herein is derived from third parties and is provided on an as-is basis. The user of this information assumes the entire risk of use of this information. Each of the third-party entities involved in compiling, computing or creating index information disclaims all warranties, including, without limitation, any warranties of originality, accuracy, completeness, timeliness, non-infringement, mercantility and fitness for a particular purpose. With respect to such information, this material is provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as investment advice. There can be no assurance that developments will transpire as forecasted. Actual results may vary. The views and opinions expressed are as of October 13, 2021 and may change based on market and other conditions. Natixis Distribution, LLC is a limited-purpose broker, dealer and the distributor of various registered investment companies for which advisory services are provided by affiliates of Natixis Investment Managers. Natixis Distribution, LLC, Fund Distributor, Member FINRA, SIPC, and Von Nelson Investment Management, LP are affiliated, Atrax, 237778818181, Expiration Date, July 31, 2023, POD 133, March. 2023, 